Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Connie Ponchuro, who works with clients in chronic pain, all clients who have lost their way with their body and are not sure how to begin to move again. And how? Through movement, through mindset, through meditation, and through breath work. Hey, Connie, welcome to the show. Mark, it is so nice to be here. Thank you so much for having me. You're so, so welcome. Hey, can you expand a bit more on that and let us know know, who you love to work with and the kind of work that you do? Yeah. So I usually work with people 50 and over um, and they're maybe stuck in their bodies. They've been in chronic pain for a long time or they haven't moved at all. And they call me and they say, okay, so now how do I begin? How do I start? How do I get out of pain or how do I get off the couch? Um, And I think that for a lot of us, you know, as younger people, we were movers and then life happens and we become not movers and, you know, people get lost in their way. And so I really helped guide them to the best part of themselves, who they once were, how they can feel good. And honestly, here's the bottom line. It comes down to the joy you feel living every day. What can make you feel joy? What can support you in that? Oh gosh, I stood up and I just walked around the house and I felt so much better. It's those little things. It's the small steps that we do day in and day out that make a huge difference in our life. One thing you said there, how to find that joy, how to find the joy. I think as entrepreneurs, maybe not your direct clients, but as entrepreneurs in general, we can all get so focused on what we're trying to build or the stress or the hustle or um, other side foe action that we take and lose a little bit of that that joy along the way. Um, That seems to be a very pivotal part of of what you do to find, Mm -hmm. is joy the catalyst in a way? Absolutely. First of all, you have to love yourself like yourself to even change because you can't change what you hate. Um, And second, it's just pivotal as for me as a personal uh, in my business. Listen, about mm, before the pandemic, I would say I had a friend, a really good friend of mine who I had known on the um, on the um, speaker circuit died unexpectedly. And it really changed things for me. I was like, wow, 
am I enjoying every day here? You know, nothing is, we don't know how long we're going to be here. So mm. am I enjoying myself? If I'm, am I having fun? Am I, I, am I working too hard? And I really had to dial it back. And I spent a lot of time in meditation and I took myself out in nature and I would b- book an hour uh, for myself and I'd walk out of the studio and I'd go out for a walk around the block and notice and smile at people and just notice what was around me. And I felt that I had really, as you said before, as an entrepreneur, you must be tunnel vision. You must have that tunnel vision, but at what cost, right? So does that take you away from too much away from who you really are? And honestly, at the base of all of it, and I don't care what business you you have, you want to feel good about yourself. You want to feel joyful. You want to have connection with people. You want to have connection with the people you work with. But you want to just wake up and go, oh, I can't wait to start this day. I get to do work with fantastic people. I get to have a great life. I get to, instead of I have to go to work, I have oh, to yes. do this, that right? That shift of perspective is That shift huge. makes it... Yeah, because all of a sudden the work that you do is interesting. It keeps you alive. Instead, I mean, why else are you an entrepreneur? What do they say about entrepreneurs? They're the crazy people that won't work nine to five, and they'll work, you know, what eight to to midnight and beyond. I, I, I butchered it, but it's very eloquently said, and it's true. There's some kind of crazy in a person that wants to take on their own path their own Mm. passion in their business, whatever the business is. And so leaning into that craziness, which I love, and that's why I love entrepreneurs and I am one, but in that, where's your joy in that? Don't forget that spark that made you leap, that that part of you that maybe when you were 20 in your twenties, um, you were like, you know, I think I want to do that because, you know, when we have that, that, um, blissful unknowing of what is ahead of us, we just kind of forge ahead and then kind of, we get a little jaded, right? Because life has maybe, uh, knocked us around a little bit, but even with that knocking around, there's still that, oh, what's the excitement? Where's your passion? What's going to get you up in the morning? What's going to make you stay on a, if you want to lose weight, eat healthy, go to the gym, work out. What's, it's not about, I, you know, when people say I want to lose weight, that's like nothing. That, that's not going to get anyone to do anything. What's the core of why you really want to make the change you want to make? Why? And I keep saying, why? Why? Why do you want to do it? Why do you want to be an entrepreneur? I mean, why do you want to change the world? Why do you want to do your podcast? I mean, everybody has that drilled down. And within that why, there has got to be some joy. Joy for me is the base of everything there is. Bottom line. I wrote a book called Falling into Joy, Eight Simple Steps to Allow Your Body to Become Your Best Friend. Because we make it so difficult. Oh, as not just entrepreneurs, as humans, we have this beautiful gift to overcomplicate everything. Uh, I think the the directional part of what you're talking about is is the reason. I mean, we can get so hung up in the the how. I mean, just to quote a line you said there, the blissful, yeah, unknowing is like 
no, it gets the unknowing is scary at times. There's there's two nuances to that. It starts as blissful, but then it becomes scary. But the how, 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 how is it going to happen? How am I going to lose weight? How am I going to right. you know, improve and grow my business? If we can remove the how, I think mm-hmm. that's one of the things that you're talking about here, remove that's that how and just focus on the why, focus on the feeling, the big picture, then it doesn't matter how you get to it you know where the end result is. And you don't even know. I mean, in my mind, I'm going to say, this is what I'm going to do. And life has an even bigger picture for me, an even more magnificent uh, opening that I'm going to say yes to. And I didn't even know it. So the how you can never figure out, but it's the why and it's doing, again, whether you're working on your body, working on your business, it is the small steps every day that make a huge difference in what you're going in the, in the overarching, you know, arc of your life. It's the small things you got up, you showed up, you did whatever you had to do. You did a podcast, you did, you know, your, your reels, you did, you were out in the world, you did your work. And then the next day you show up again, because here's Mm -hmm. the thing. The other day I posted a video. I was like, I woke up today. I'm so tired. I don't want to go out and walk. So, you know what I did? I went out and walked. Because that's the point. We always, it's easy when it's, everyone's happy and it's a beautiful day and it's when it's crumbing out and you don't feel like doing it and you don't want to, and there's no money in the bank. And you're like, that's when you show up. Entrepreneurs develop grit and courageousness and perseverance only through going through the hard times. Only through, I've been in business for 21 years. I bought my business in 2007, and that's economically when the world went <laughs> down the drain. I, t- I was trying to find a, a pleasant word instead. No, of no, what was the world went to shit. Mind. You can right? be the totally. same you want to be on this podcast. Absolutely. Totally shit. Oh, my God. And I was like, okay, all right. And there have been so many pivot points. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was like, okay, I'll figure this out. A pandemic. Three years ago, I had to shut down my studio. I was like, okay, I got this. I got this. I got this. Because within 10 days, I was up online teaching virtual Mac classes and sending out daily videos to my clients or whoever signed up for them. Because I was like, yeah, no. No, 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 no. That's not good. That's not the end. So what you have here, the amount of drive and vision motivation you have is 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 very very high. It's through years of experience. It's right. all so easy to tell people, just go and do it, just do that. And I know that's not what you were saying here. No, but it no. is a muscle that we have to find the right nuances, the right tactics, right. the right the right questions or principles to live by right. to be able to find what's relevant for us. So right. during that time, during the pandemic, where you, you know, within 10 days, you were like, to hell with this. If I don't do this, people will suffer. And ultimately mm-hmm. you'll suffer because you don't have the revenue. Therefore mm-hmm. you can't help more people. Mm-hmm. So it is for everyone involved. How much, how much of a gift was the pandemic for you and your business? It was a total gift. It was a total gift. First of all, it gave me time to take a step back. I had my, um, my kids move back home and work from home. They were all on Zoom. 
my husband, who had been working for 25 years, was now at home and had never been at home. Um, I kept my studio, even though nobody was coming into it, but it was like my place to go to and I made videos and stuff. But it was a total gift. I got a chance to redefine who I wanted to be as I grew up, as I had my business. And I wasn't willing to let my business go. And it wasn't even financial. If I can tell people in the beginning, the most important thing is, as I said, is really showing up and the way finds you. Um, but it was really, I felt such a commitment to my clients that everyone was living in fear mm. and everyone was didn't know what was going to happen. But what I could do is show them how they could use their kitchen, use a bottle of water, use a can of soup, and how that could be a way to work out without fear, you know what I mean? And so, and how they could have a little more fun and joy. And so I make crazy videos and silly videos, but it was really an opportunity to be just to know that this is not going to be forever. And for right now, there's still stuff you can do. You're not, you just can't, you know, sit on the, the couch for hours a day. That will kill you um, more than the virus well, so um, it was truly a gift. It got it, it allowed me the time to make all these videos and do stuff I had always wanted to do, but my schedule was too busy. Mm, beautiful. I, I love your your energy and take on that. Um, I want to take it one step further because you you are you're not superhuman. So we mm -hmm. all have these these times of doubt and of of worry and of fear. Why? Because we're humans and we have emotions. We can't hide from it. So. Mm -hmm what you were able to do during that time is inspirational. I love hearing about it, but can you just open up and let us know there must've been times where you, you did have some fears and have some doubts and some wonderings and you through everything that you have in your experience allowed you to come through that. But what did that look like for you? Just to give us all you know, the, yeah, the full picture. Absolutely. Um, it, you know, uh, listen, it was dark for everybody. Um, you know, Definitely doubts on, does anybody care about this stuff? You know what I mean? Um, and should I keep doing it? Um, oof. A lot of time spent out in the garden, gardening, um, which was my my place to kind of recharge um, mm. and, and hanging out with my kids and cooking and that kind of stuff. But absolutely, I mean- over the years, there have been so many, so many times. And I think, you know, you write a book and then like crickets, you put out a, you know, a, a, an app and like some people are on it, not many. And so I think it really causes you, there are totally times when I come home and I say to my husband, I'm like, like, should I still do this? I mean, is it should I is it do I stop this? Um, because I have an app in the app store or trying to get through the app store and you know, getting people on it, getting people on a platform. Does people still honestly want to now people the world is open, now people want to go out, right? They don't necessarily want to work out at home. And so plenty of doubts over the years. Many times I was like, oh man, I don't know. I mean, you know, I'm not a, a kid. I'm 67 years old. So it's like, you know, how do I want to age and get older? And mm. what do I want to do? And um, do I want to retire? And then, you know, 
And then in the end, I'm like, yeah, no, not yet. I think I got more to say. I got more to do. I got more people. I'll tell you, my mission is to get 1 million women moving their bodies more. And that is not by doing crazy stuff. That means walking, moving, getting off the couch, getting a friend, finding a group, and just really taking that, 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 that your body, it will save your life. I, I really am so committed to that. And that's what keeps me going. Now, there's a mission. I mean, it's not even that complicated. It's the messaging. It's giving people the faith and the, the encouragement the, right. to do the simple things. And also, I think with everything that you do, it's trying to explain that, yeah, it's simple. But yeah. this is what's truly life-changing. Right. Right. Life-changing. And lo- long, we're talking about longevity. We're talking about, and I always try to, when I have people that are like, you know, it's hard and blah, blah, blah. I'm, I'm talking about, do you have kids? Do you have grandkids? Do you want to be alive to see them grow up? Do you have a partner? Do you want to, you know, and, and so it's those things that are so key and miss a lot of people. And if you can kind of get down to, you have a choice here, you have a choice Again, nobody knows what, what about their life, but you have a choice in how you get to live your life and how you get to feel. And to me, that is hands down, you know, the most important thing. Love it. So where's your, where's your focus going now? So 2023, we are brand new year. We are plowing forward. The pandemic's a distant dot in the horizon. But the residue is still going. People are craving community, but people are also very used to being online. So it's almost like the world has opened up to you on how do you want to do this? Because mm-hmm. you can play this in any way you want. So where is your focus going now? And where is your, oh, where are those fears and doubts creeping in? Um, so the great thing is we still have Zoom. And so now I'm combining in studio with Zoom. So I, I'm just combining both of them and loving that because I think this is such a great medium, a great way to connect with people. Mm-hmm. Um, I, ha- I have an app. Uh, so I've taken all the classes that I taught over three years and all of my videos and stuff like that. And we uh, put it all on an app, which is some part of it is free. And then you can buy into classes if you want to. Um, and so I love that. And then I am becoming a breathwork facilitator. And bringing breath work uh, to the world. So besides moving and breathing, it's they just go hand in hand so beautifully. And that I can do again in person and again online. Uh, and we're doing retreats because people do want to come together in community. So retreats where people come together and they can have a transformational weekend or week, depending on, on, on what they choose. Oh, super. So those retreats, what, what are people looking to achieve? What's, what's your promise from this? Well, going into it, and again, this is just uh, starting off in the ethers right now. But nice. really, what are they looking to achieve? It's, it's what, are they, what are they looking for? So what part of them do they feel stuck in? What part of them is just kind of leaping, wanting to get out there? And most people are looking way too much out here and not enough in here. And really, most of the answers are inside, easy to say, hard to find. And and so in our searching, because this was me too, I, I was searching. I was always like, yeah, I want to do that. And I want to do that. And it was like, when I got quiet and when I went inward, I was like, oh, there's the magic. 
there's the magic. And so to really try to empower people to um, not always go, they have to go far and wide, that everything they want is right here um, Mm -hmm. in their ability to move their body and their ability to breathe better in their ability to take some quiet time and uh, in their ability to, to lead a life filled with more joy. And then from that foundation, what else is possible? Anything. Beautiful. So where's, where's your business going? Cause I know that, you know, through the pandemic uh, you scaled your business right down. Okay. Are you looking to grow in different areas, bring more people back on board. Where, where is your business going? I don't know. You know, I started to take off one day a week, one extra day a week. Um, and so I think my, my business is definitely changing. Um, it's not going to be as much. I mean, I do have a brick and mortar uh, studio and people come to that and that's fabulous. I love, I love my clients more online. I, I feel I want to travel more. I feel because I haven't been in the world so much, it's nice when I am. So I think I want to travel more. I don't know, play more. Nice. Yeah, it's kind of a it's kind of a great place to be. It's truly whatever I want to make it. And I'm not quite sure, but I'm staying open to all of the possibilities. I definitely don't want to have to feel like I have to work harder. Those huh. days are over. And I think we learned that. Didn't we learn that lesson? that we don't necessarily have to work harder to get it done. What isn't, if? Isn't that a lesson that we all have yeah. to go through? Because yes, of we, course. We, the hustle is glorified. And don't get me right. wrong, you know, there's manifesting and then there's action. There is definitely a nuance of both. Mm-hmm. But it's all too easy to either glorify the action with, but I love what I do, but my people need me, versus mm-hmm. taking care of yourself. And so from the business that you do, you must have been caught within that contradiction of oh, yeah. overworking, overexerting yourself, but you're helping people to put themselves mm-hmm. first. So that misalignment, it's easily done, especially within this industry, right? Oh, absolutely. Here you have exercise teachers that are teaching all the time, not exercising themselves, myself included, myself included, um, you know, because you're working, you're working. Mm-hmm. The last thing you want to do is spend an extra hour there working out at the end of the day, most definitely. But that's the beauty of what the pandemic showed me. I hadn't done Pilates mat exercises for, I don't know, 20 some odd years when I trained. I had to, so it was, as all of my clients were like, oh my God, I was too, I was like, oh my gosh. But I was like working out four times a week and I was walking, you know, we're doing lots of walking and this and that. So I was like, oh yeah, I can't let that go. I can't let that go. And so it became part of my life. I make sure I I wake up at five o'clock, I meditate, um, but I make sure I move my body before I go to the studio because it's too easy to get the business of working with other people take over your life. And Mm. you don't, you always get, you always get put last. So I say my health is first, then my family, then my business. But especially for women, you know, we are givers and boy, we take care of everybody else. I mean, I see this all day long. We take care of everybody else and we're the last ones and we get, there's not very much left for ourselves. And so it's, it's it's justified. 
it's a justified yeah. thing for Absolutely. the family comes forth. I have to do of this. Um, uh, with um, you working with clients in in chronic pain, I think that's yeah, an important yeah. Yeah. place to look at. You know how valuable your world is, but if you're not healthy, mm-hmm. if you're dead, if your right. body's no longer existing, you can't help people. You can't help people, and it's always like so. Here's people like it's hard. I don't have any time. I said I understand that. Thirty minutes. You have to wake up thirty minutes earlier as a gift for yourself. And in that 30 minutes or an hour, and I know you have, that means you have to get to bed earlier. That means you have to prep for the day the night before. That means you have to think differently, but now you're going to have an hour, a half an hour, whatever more for yourself, not to scroll through your phone. No, not just to spend some time, some quiet time to journal to work on your mindset, to get your body moving, to have your sneakers laid out, your clothes laid out so that you pick up your clothes and you get out the door and you start walking. And if it's too cold where you are, you go to a mall, you know what I mean? There there are things, but you have to say, this is my time. It's valuable to me. But holding space for it's, it's a process. These habits that you're helping people to build, you're helping people rewire the way they think and their behavior it does take a while. So there's got to be a level of forgiveness, an element of routine. Oh, it's- yeah. It's messy. Messy, messy, messy. And we have to embrace messy. People, like when I show someone a new exercise, they're like, oh, that was terrible. I'm like, wait. I give you something brand new. First of all, just, you know, my thinking. I will never give you something that you will fail at. A good teacher doesn't do that. I'm going to give you something that's going to challenge you and make you think differently. Mm-hmm. Okay. But now let's do it a couple more times. And I promise you, you're going to get better. And I promise you, you're going to hit the snooze button first couple of days. And then after a while, you're going to get up and you're going to be grumpy and unhappy and all that kind of stuff. And you're, then you're going to get better. And so slowly but surely it changes, but it's, we have to be okay with messy. Nothing looks good in the beginning. Nothing. I mean, I have, I work with new teachers and they'll, you know, they're like, but I, how do I, I said, teach, teach ugly. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Cause everybody's thinking about themselves. That's the thing. Nobody really cares. Are you showing up? Are you doing the best you can? Do people know you're a new teacher? Yeah. Okay. Teach, go do it. As an entrepreneur, whatever your job is, go do it. Have it be messy. Yep, it's going to get better. I promise you. What is Malcolm Gladwell said? 10,000 times, I think, to, to make a, 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 someone to be the best at their job or 10,000 hours. It's whatever that the equation is. And it's, it's so true. It's so true. Everything I've ever done. I'm like, oh my gosh. I mean, here I'm, I'm, I'm teaching, I'm training to be a breathwork facilitator. And in the beginning, I'm like, oh my God, that was terrible. And I'll talk, you know, in my head and my client's like, that was like, so great. Thank you. And I was like, okay, it's new for me. It's new for them. And they got out of it what they needed. And I know I'll only get better. Mm. That's how it goes. And to understand that we're never not going to be challenged because whether you're first starting, whether you're in that sort of messy part, you know, it's not about the challenge. They're going to be everywhere. It's how you enable yourself to be Mm -hmm. able to cope, manage, take on those challenges in spite of other situation, external feelings, all this stuff, right? 
Oh, yeah, absolutely. And we have to be comfortable with discomfort. Life begins at the end of your comfort zone. That's Neil Donald Walsh's. Uh, it's on my wall. And I'm always like, what does that say? Life begins at the end of your comfort zone because okay. you're just not going to push yourself um, and uh, enough to, to do whatever change you need to do. That's just, you know, the nature of us. So, so tell me, where is your comfort zone right now? Mm, my comfort zone is in definitely teaching um, everything I do. My discomfort zone is pushing me into becoming a breathwork facilitator, which is totally brand new. So that's way pushing me out of my comfort zone because it's new. Mm. Um, but what I do in my studio, what I do online, working with people with their bodies, totally my comfort zone. Love it. Feels great. Um, and that's why I just wanted, what, how else can I tweak that? How else can, what else can I add to that? Super stuff. Well, when you go through this, when you continue to look at that facilitating breath work, what do you, what do you feel as you go through? You, you said that, you know, other people come and say, it's amazing. Like, really? Oh, cool. How else can I improve this? But what are you doing to continue to push yourself through that? Because I love hearing your motivation. I love hearing the way you push through. But I still want to hear, oh, what do you feel? What What is that at its core that you, the voices that you really push through every time? Oh, the negative voices? Is that, or mm. is that what you're asking me? Oh, yeah. yeah, totally. Imposter syndrome. Am I good enough? Who am I to be doing this? Um, what the hell am I doing? Um, I don't know what I'm doing. Oh my gosh, is how much even time do I with, have? And I want to sort of put a flag in that. Even with your experience, yeah. even if the, the good that you have done, you still feel this way? Yeah, times, absolutely. And I, I think if anyone says they totally don't feel that, they're lying. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, and each time you level up, you uh, do something bigger and better. I, I think it's it's who, who we are. I mean, I, you know, to step into our personal greatness, which everyone has, by the way, I think it's like, okay, I think I can go that way. It's that fear of, who do you think you are? Like, um, don't get too full of yourself is something I heard growing up, right? Don't get too full of yourself. Who do you think you are? Um, and I think all of those are in your head to a certain extent and we have to override them. Well, uh, of course, why wouldn't I? Why wouldn't I stand and be the most joyful, bright being that I am? That's my job. That's what I came here to do. That's why I was placed here on this earth, no matter what I teach, because uh, I've been mm -hmm. done many different jobs in my life and I was always this person in that job. You know, so it's, I, I think we all have that and it's really just leaping, leaping over it and just saying, who am I not to? Why can't I? To. Yeah. Well, there's, there's the gift. There's the gift of changing the perception of answering your questions and quieting those, ah, oh, those, those voices that are always going to be there no matter what i think that's yeah i think the takeaway here to understand that you're you're never not gonna have some doubts you're never mm -hmm. not gonna have some fears no matter what level you're at um we're joking about this offline if, if everyone says that they're lying but it's how you 
move forward in your way despite this. Understand that this is normal and doing it anyway. And doing it anyway. And, ha- and having, I think this is su- super important. I'm sure you'll agree with having people around you that when you voice these doubts are like, <laughs> get out of here. You're crazy. Or just listen to you so you can get them all out. And just, it's really to have that support, I think is so huge of Mm. um, people around you that love you and know you and will support you in whatever you do, but can really become a sounding board um, and help you make sense out of what you're saying, telling you you're crazy or you're not crazy. Or as I said before, just listening. That's a, that's a huge one. Cause if you don't have anyone who can really tell the truth to, and I, I think that's, I think at the end of this is w- what we're saying to really tell the truth. You know, we have this kind of business truth and then we have the real truth. And so I think you have to, at some point, be able to really say, um, you know, is this business worth it? Or is my time worth it? Or whatever question you're, you're looking to um, answer, I think you really have to look at yourself and look at the situation and tell the truth because it's easy for us not to tell the truth. Mm. You know? And I think that's important. It's easy, but also looking down, we can't lie to ourselves. We know, we know, we know, right. we know deep down. Right. So, Hey, right. thank you for Connie. Thank you for sharing your truth. Thank you for sharing deep with your experiences of what even yeah, with the women you help, even what you go through. So I really appreciate your time and your, your honesty. Thank you. Thank you for your great questions. You're welcome. Um, if people want to find out more about you um, and maybe seek you out for help, how can they find you? Absolutelygrounded.com. Super stuff. And you mentioned an app? I do have an app. Um, it's And the way to get to it, it's not quite in the app store, but it's absolutelygrounded.passion.io. Super. Yeah. Awesome stuff. Well, everyone go check that out. And Connie, thank you again for your time. Thank you, Mark. Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark. Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? Uh, We ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is. And we want all their (laughs) earballs. All the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah. So please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. Oh, yeah. (laughs) See you next time. Bye.